So anyway, Little Miss Naughty, obviously by Roger Hargraves. And here we go. Are you ever naughty? Sometimes, I bet. Well, Little Miss Naughty was naughty all the time. She awoke one Sunday morning and looked out of the window. Oh, it's a Sunday, funnily enough, for everyone. Almost everyone. Looks like a nice day, she thought to herself. And then she grinned. Looks like a nice day for being naughty, she said. Oh, aye, aye. And rubbed her hands. Ooh. Oh, okay, she rubbed her hands. That might be a little too graphic for some people, guys. So look away, okay? That Sunday, Mr. Uppity was out on for his morning stroll. Little Miss Naughty knocked his hat off his head and jumped on it. My hat, cried Mr. Uppity. Oh, it's not good. You don't, don't knock people's hats off, especially if they're bald. Um, because, uh, yeah, having a hat on is the bald man's paradise, after all. When everyone used to wear hats, no one would know if you had um, if you were follically challenged. Mm. That afternoon, Mr. Clever was sitting in his garden reading a book, and did you know what that little Miss Naughty did? She broke his glasses. My glasses! cried Mr. Clever. Oh dear! There's a terrible little picture here of him with his broken glasses. Yeah, that's a bit mean. Again, you know, um, vision challenged. I don't know if that's the word. I'm just making these up, guys. Just so you know. Uh, don't be offended, or if you want to be offended, you know, like I really care. But, um, yeah, poor thing with his glasses. Maybe he should have put contacts in and this never would have happened. That evening, Mr. Bump was just standing there. Well, I suppose you can just stand there, loiter. You might get moved on by the authorities for loitering. Depends where you live, I guess. My, oh, minding his own business. Well, that's all right then. And you guess, and can you guess what little Miss Naughty did? She ran off with his bandages. Oh, dear. So basically he's all naked there. Hmm. Oh, and bandaged up Mr. Small. Oh, no. No, he cried. Oh, because he couldn't cry because obviously he's covered in bandages. That was probably a really lame sound effect, guys. You know, it's difficult to say anything when you're bandaged up, bandaged up like that. Mr. Uppity and Mr. Clever and Mr. Bump and Mr. Small were very, 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 very cross. Very, 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 very cross indeed. Oh, that was a lot of Aries, guys. Oh, what a wonderful Sunday, giggled little Miss Naughty as she walked along. And it is even bedtime yet. Mm, big smile on her face there. First thing on Monday morning, the Mr. Men had a meeting. Something has to be done, announced Mr. Ufty, who had managed to straighten out his hat. They all looked at Mr. Clever, who was wearing his spare pair of glasses. Ah, there we go, smart guy having a spare pair. You're the cleverest, they said. What's to be done about little Miss Naughty? Mr. Clever thought. He cleared his throat and spoke. <clears throat> I suggest death by hanging. No, he didn't say death by hanging, guys. He actually said he had no idea, he said. Uh, oh, but Mr. Small piped up and said, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. But of course, no one could hear him because he's far too small. Oh, no, actually. Oh, here we go. They could. They could. They noticed him. And I know what the, that naughty little lady needs, he went on. Oh, aye, aye. Are we back to the hand rubbing, are we? Hmm. Oh, and I know who can do it. Oh, okay, so it's not him. Oh, maybe he knows someone with a special set of skills, skills that could be um, uh, be useful in uh, times like this, especially if you um, if the little lady has needs. Hmm. Guess we'll find out what that is. Anyway. Oh, what? Who? Oh, aha, chuckled Mr. Small and went off to see a friend of his. Oh, okay, we don't even know yet, guys. We'll just have to see and you'll have to listen in. Somebody who could do impossible things. Ooh. Somebody who could do impossible things like making himself invisible. 
hmm, I wonder who that, that could be. Well, look, guys, uh, I'm not going to, you know, spoil it, but considering they repeat impossible twice and they, and we've already know that there's a Mr. Impossible, I don't know. I'm going to guess Mr. Impossible, okay? Uh, if you want to place your bets, place your bets now. Maybe I'm going to be wrong. That Monday, Mr. Nosy was asleep under a tree. Little Miss Naughty crept towards him with a pot of paint in one hand, a paintbrush in the other, and a rather large grin on her face. She was going to paint the end of his nose. Red! Oh, dear. That's no good. I hope it's not a lead-based paint. That could be fatal. But just as she was about to do the dreadful deed, ooh, something happened. Tweak! Ooh, somebody tweaked her... Um, they tweaked her... Um, yeah, what did they tweak, guys? Do you want to make a guess? Oh, of course, they tweaked her nose. Get your mind out the gutter, guys. Seriously. S somebody she couldn't see tweaked her nose. Somebody invisible. I wonder who. Well, look, again, guys, let's, let's look at the reality here. They're saying do something impossible. We already know Mr. Impossible is a Mr. Man. We already know he lives there. We already know he can do, um, you know, crazy um, impossible shit like flying. And, and I'm guessing he can go invisible. I can't honestly remember. So who else will it be? I wonder who. What, the invisible man? Have he's just come in to segue into the story? No, I'm not thinking so. Oh, I wonder who. Oh, ouch, she cried. And dropping the paint and paintbrush, she ran away as fast as her legal, her, legal, her little legs could carry her. Oh, but then on a Tuesday, Mr. Busy was rushing along as usual. Little Miss Naughty, standing by the side of the road, stuck out her foot. She was going to trip him up head over heels. <gasps> oh, that's not a nice thing to do, is it, when you're like, tripping someone up like that? Especially head over heels. I mean, the poor guy, he's just in a rush to get somewhere. I mean, maybe he's a rush to um, get home, maybe go to the doctors, who knows why. Hmm. But just before she did, something happened. Again, tweak. I don't know what a tweak sound sounds like. A I'm not sure. And again, um, where did this invisible person, this invisible hand, tweak her? Hmm. Do we want to take a guess again? Where is she being tweaked? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, guys, it was the invisible nose tweaker had struck again. Seriously, guys, where is your mind? Where is your mind? Seriously, seriously, guys. Anyway, um, it was, of course, the nose tweaker, the invisible nose tweaker. Hmm. Oh, ouch, she cried. Oh, and ran away even faster than her little legs would carry her. On Wednesday, oh, we're back to that Craig David thing of a Monday on a Tuesday. What was it making love on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and chilling on Saturday? Yeah, maybe there was a lot of tweaking going on. Hmm. On Wednesday, Mr. Happy was at his home watching television. Well, fair enough. Lucky for him. Outside, little Miss Naughty picked up a stone. Oh, dear. She's a bit of a vandal, this one as well. She was going to break his window. <sighs> Criminal damage, guys. Don't do that. Even in jest. But, but as she brought her arm back to throw, guess what? That's right. Tweak. Oh, again, another tweak. Oh, mysterious force is tweaking things as well hmm yeah again it's her nose guys it is her nose i know you might think it's something else but it's still her nose you know mm -hmm. unless you've got a, like a little cute button nose and yeah no it was her nose yeah i've just i've just read ahead yeah oh she cried as she ran off holding her nose oh well you know she thinks she deserved it really to be fair after all the nasty things she did earlier
And so it went on all day Thursday, tweak, all day Friday, tweak, tweak, ooh, all day Saturday, tweak, 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 by which time little Miss Naughty's something or other was bright red after so much tweaking. Hmm. Again, it's the nose, guys. Come on. But but by Sat Sunday, she was cured. No naughtiness at all. Mm, no tweaking at all. Mm, I wonder if Sunday is just her day off from tweaking. She seems to be doing a lot of tweaking, that's for sure. Anyway, oh, it was thanks to the invisible nose tweaker. Oh, that's so cool. I don't know, the invisible nose tweaker. Is that like a euphemism for something else? Maybe it's for a device or something that does invisible things to her, to people's um, noses. Anyway, on Sunday evening, Mr. Small went round to see him. Ah, uh, there we go. Oh, hello, Mr. Impossible, he smiled. Thank you for helping to cure little Miss Naughty. My pleasure, laughed Mr. Impossible. Oh, but it did take all week, Mr. Small grinned. Don't you mean, he said, all tweak? Yeah, ending on a bit of a lame joke there. But I told you, I said, I told you it was Mr. Impossible. We never get a picture of him because obviously he's still invisible, but... It was Mr. Impossible who made things possible and basically was doing a lot of tweaking all, all week, as it were. Yeah, on the nose, on the nose. Well, I don't know. Was it was it on the nose or was he on the nose? Yeah, that's a thought for today, guys. Uh, moral of the story. Moral of the story is um, what would be the moral of Little Miss Naughty? Apart from maybe don't be, don't be a vandal. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't think it's about not being naughty. I mean, you know, if you get, um, if you like having your nose tweaked, maybe, maybe she, um, yeah, maybe that wasn't a punishment. Who knows? But in the end, I think she learned her lesson. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And while we're waiting, we're moving on to the next one, which is, again, another Little Miss. And in this case, it's Little Miss Neat, who um, is so neat, um, they don't have a mouth. Oh. Okay, looking at the picture here. It's a bit of a worry. Do you think maybe that that's why that um, Little Miss Neat um, uh, doesn't have a mouth because then it's easier, easier to clean because you have no teeth or anything? Yeah, I wonder if there's, I don't know, I, oh, I don't know, I can't, are they arms? I don't think she's even got ears. Oh, all right. That's not good. I do apologise. Hopefully she's okay. Anyway, we'll find out. We'll find out. This is actually um, a reasonably thickish sort of dense book, otherwise known as more than 10 pages. Okay, little Miss Neat. Here we go. Second book, guys. Okay, little Miss Neat was a very tidy person, probably the tidiest person in the world. She lived in Two Pin Cottage. It was called Two Pin Cottage because she kept it as neat as two pins. Now, that's a very old saying, guys. Um, I don't expect anyone to actually know what that is. But, um, yeah, you can look it up. Two pins, guys. Um, oh, no, sorry, not two pins. Neat as two pins. So remember to look it up. But she couldn't just stand, stand a mess. Every day she spent all day polishing and dusting and cleaning and making sure that things were in their proper place. Oh, she sounds like a model citizen, doesn't she? One morning, Little Miss Neat awoke in her bedroom at Two-Pin Cottage. She looked out of her bedroom window. It had been raining during the night, and there was a puddle in the middle of her garden path. Yes, it does look... It looks like a ghost that someone's flattened. Mm, don't know about a puddle. I'm a little... Or maybe it's a seagull that's been squished. 
Yeah, I wish you'd be able to see it, guys. You just have to imagine. Imagine a flattened seagull. Okay, that's what the puddle looks like. I'm not. I'm not too impressed with the illustrations for this one. Oh, she gasped in horror and rushed outside with the duster. She mopped up every drop of the puddle, and then she rushed inside and washed the duster, and then she ironed the duster, and then she folded the duster, and then she placed the duster very neatly back in its drawer. Everything in Two Pin Cottage had its proper place. Yeah, I think she, she might have a bit of um. Yeah, there's a word for that. I'll have to remember it at some point where um, where you actually uh, have a bit of problems with um, things being untidy. Yeah, there is there is a medical name for that. Anyway, this story is about the time Little Miss Neat went on holiday. Oh, lucky for her. Hopefully she's not breaking any COVID rules or anything like that. She always went away for one week every summer, and this year was no different. Well, she definitely broke some rules if this year was no different. I would have thought last year was was different. Anyway, she spent two weeks packing. Oh my God, two weeks! Wow, what she got? How many how many pairs of knickers does one woman need? You know, and then she spent a whole day polishing her suitcase, and then she set off, leaving Two Pin Cottage all spick and span and neat and tidy. Oh, that's that nice of her. Well, I hope it doesn't get too dusty while I'm away. She thought as she closed the door behind her. But something worse than dusty was going to happen to Two Pin Cottage. Would you like to know what? Oh, I hope so, guys. If you don't want to know, then just I'll just finish the story right now. But uh, I think you might want to know. So I'll continue. Oh, Mr. Muddle came to tea. He'd written to Miss Neat to tell her. But being Mr. Muddle, he somehow got into a muddle posting the letter. Oh, he's, a bit of, he's a bit of a duffer, this one. Actually, what happened was that when Mr. Muddle went to post the letter, he had the letter in one hand and a half-eaten sandwich in the other. And can you guess what happened, can't you? That's right. He posted the sandwich. A posted cheese sandwich. Oh, what a waste of food, really. What an absolute waste of food. Oh, it'll be nice. It'll be nice seeing Miss Neat again, he chuckled to himself as he walked home. This sandwich is a bit chewy, he thought. Oh, dear, look at him. Oh, there's a picture of the poor guy chewing away on his um, on his mail. Um I don't know. I, unless you like ink, maybe. Everyone's got their little kinks, haven't they? Including Mr. Muddle. It was the day after Miss Neat left that Mr. Muddle arrived. Ooh. He walked up to the garden path of Two Pin Cottage and knocked at the door. Oh, here we go. We might be able to get a sound effect here, guys. No charge. No extra charge. Um, although if you want to drop a coin, I'm not going to say no. There we go. That was That was a pretty good knock. I hope you enjoyed that. No reply. Goodbye, he shouted. It should have been hello, but he isn't called Mr. Muddle for nothing. Yeah, good point. Good point, guys. Nobody home, he called. He pushed open the door. Oh, all right, fine. Just just let yourself in. But then I think, you know, this is back in the day when you could keep your um, doors unlocked. Ah, oh, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? Oh, dear, he thought as he looked around. Nobody home. Never mind, he thought. I'll make myself a cup of tea and wait for Miss Neat. So he went into the kitchen of Two Pin Cottage, made himself a cup of tea. And waited, 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 and waited. Oh, sorry, guys, I was getting a bit carried away there. I, you know, just thought I'd add in a few and waited there. Um, yeah. Oh, but then he went home. Oh, he went home. So he did give up in the end. Well, you know, I mean, he probably thought like, um, wow, what a, what a inconsiderate host, just keeping keeping him um, keeping him waiting. 
you know, he made a cup of tea for himself, which was probably quite civilized. You know, maybe he made a pot of tea expecting her, and you know, she's she, from his point of view, she's just fucked off, and um, and he's still waiting there, waiting, waiting for some company, which is never to arrive. That's oh, a bit sad. Anyway, little Miss Neat stepped outside of the taxi outside Two Pin Cottage. That was a lovely holiday, she said, paying the taxi driver. I'm glad about they added that bit in, paying the taxi driver. You know, maybe she's just going to like skip out and think, oh, no, I can't be bothered. Taxi drivers don't need paying these days. They already make enough as it is in tips. Oh, but it's nice to be home. She walked up the garden path and went in through the door. Not too dusty, she said, looking around. I think I'll make it myself a nice cup of tea before I start unpacking. Yep, cup of tea has to be there. Make sure you got cups of, make sure you got tea bags in the house. Always essential. But making, but making tea after a Mr. Muddle visit isn't quite as easy as it sounds. Little Miss Neat eventually found the teapot. Oh, not in its proper place, of course. Mm. It was in the refrigerator. Oh, my God. And she eventually found the milk. Not in its proper place. It was in the teapot. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And the tea was in the sugar bowl. Oh, dear. And the sugar was in the milk jug and, and, a, and a cup in the oven. Oh, my God. And a saucer in the bread bin. But could she find a teaspoon? She could not. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I'm sincerely hoping, guys, that uh, the teaspoon is actually, um, you know, is... Uh, I don't know. I just hope Mr. Mr. Muddle didn't have um, maybe his um, his yearly exam or something, and maybe the because um, you never know, guys. Maybe the um, maybe the uh, I don't know. The teaspoon could have gone a a Really, it's quite possible. So he's hoping it hasn't gone a The teaspoon because um, if she can't find it, who knows where it's gone? Um, yeah, let's hope he didn't have a temperature. Eh. Hmm. Saying that, that's not quite wrong, is it? Mm, yeah. Anyway, we'll find out, I guess, guys. Let's turn the page and find out. Oh, the telephone rang firstly. Oh, little Miss Neat picked it up. Hello, she said. At the other end of the line, Mr. Muddle suddenly realised he was holding the telephone the wrong way round. Oh, silly duffer. He turned it the right way round. Goodbye, he said. Who's that? asked Miss Neat. It's you, replied Mr. Muddle. Miss Neat thought. It's Mr. Muddle, isn't it? She guessed. Oh, I think he knows his muddling ways, doesn't she? Yes, replied Mr. Muddle, getting it right for once. And you paid me a visit while I was away on holiday, didn't you? She guessed again. Yes, replied Mr. Muddle, getting it right for twice. Well, you know, maybe he's not called Mr. Muddle, you know, he's kind of losing his moniker there a little bit. Can I come and see you now you're back? <sighs> I suppose so, sighed Miss Neat. Goodbye. Hello, said Mr. Muddle. Oh, he put the phone down. Now, at least he's getting that right, putting the phone down. Can you imagine the phone bill... Well, I mean, you know, this is probably back in back in the day when, um, you know, people didn't have unlimited plans and things like that. Imagine if he, if it's like an international call or something and he didn't put the phone down. Oh, could be all sorts of problems. Anyway, little Miss Neat sighed a heavy sigh <sighs> and sat down in the armchair next to the telephone. Ouch. Oh, she looked underneath the cushion. Ooh, oh, what's she going to find? Oh, oh, dear. Do we want to know? Ooh, what might cause an ouch if you sit on, guys? What might it be? What might it be could cause her to um, let out such such an ex exclamation as that? Oh, no, they were all her teaspoons. Oh, and knives and forks. I don't think little Miss Neat will be taking a holiday next year. Do you? Mm. Oh, 
that's no good. No one wants some um, cutlery in their ass unless um, they want a trip to A&E. And, uh, you know, I'm sure A&E have seen all sorts in um, Get Lost Up There. But uh, definitely a whole set of cutlery. Yeah, she might be. Um, yeah, I don't think it's really about her uh, not, um, you know, not to... Uh, you know, having cutlery up her ass or anything like that. I think it's more so that uh, she trusted him to just. No, basically, I think the moral of the story is, guys, just lock your doors. Come on, guys, lock your doors. Come on, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Or at least invest in a um, camera to maybe if he, if he turned up, then she would have known when she was away. Good idea, guys. Very good idea. Um, so uh, I don't re- re- do. Um, I don't represent the company, by the way, who sells all those things. There are lots of different ones, but just an idea or, you know, maybe because um, who knows? I mean, I mean, you know, who knows what Mr. Muddle put in there? I mean, heaven, I mean, heaven forbid, I don't know. I mean, they didn't mention about whether he needed to go to the toilet or, or anything like that. I mean, can you imagine if he got in a, in a muddle? There could have been, I mean, she could have had a surprise waiting for it in her sink or something like that. Anything's possible, I guess. I mean, how much, how much mud, how much muddling is Mr. Muddle going to do? I'm a little bit worried about Mr. Muddle. I'm just more worried in general t- terms about how he gets on in life. You know, I get the feeling maybe he might have to be drip fed in his old age because you know when he starts losing his mind, ah, he's not going to be able to hold on to any memories because all his memories are muddled anyway. So, yeah. It's a little bit on the that story was a bit sad, wasn't it? I don't think there was anything joyous in that at all. And we didn't even get to find out where she went on holiday. Ah, oh, all right, let's have a look. Let's go back, shall we? All right. Uh, well, she spent two weeks packing, so it must be somewhere decent. And she was worried about the dustiness. Uh, we don't actually see anything about why did she come back with the tan or oh, she's green? So do you tan if you're green? I don't know, maybe she was slightly unwell. She said it was a lovely holiday, taxi driver. Mm, she paid him. Nice to be home. I don't know, two weeks, two weeks. Uh, I don't know. And I'm looking at the weather here. Are there any sort of signs? Hold on, let's see. Is, is there a postcard? Maybe the weather looks a little bit overcast, a bit cloudy. I... I'm saying she's gone to, um, I'm saying she went to the continent somewhere. Probably, um, I don't know. what does she look like? Got a hat. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Spain. Let's just make it Spain, shall we? Because who doesn't want to go to Spain, honestly? Uh, what a beautiful place. So anyway, uh, moving on to Mr. Quiet. We have a Mr. Men book in my hands here, guys. Can you hear that? Did you hear that turning of the pages? Oh, that's my excitement for today. Oh, here we go. Woo. Nice and fresh as well, funny enough. But this one is Mr. Quiet. Um, uh, trigger warning, guys. Uh, I have a, a brief look at this. And, uh, yeah, there are a few bits where I might be raising my voice, okay? Ah, or lowering my voice. So be warned. Hopefully, if you've got, if I'm in your ears, uh, make sure that um, you're aware of this, okay? We'll see. Anyway. Onwards with the show, Mr. Quiet. Mr. Quiet liked the quiet life. He lived quietly in a small little cottage in the middle of a wood. 
the problem the problem was that small little cottage was in the middle of a wood and the middle of a country called Loudland. Hmm. Everything and everybody in Loudland was noisy. Oh, the noise! Well, in the end, guys, I'm going to blame. You know, I'm going to. I don't know about the moral of this story. I've got obviously the rest of the pages, but I'm just going to blame Mr. Quiet. I mean, what what sort of idiot decides to um. You know, to uh, go to um, somewhere which says Loudland, and you what, like the quiet life. I mean, seriously, that's um, that's like someone who is um, you know, goes and lives on an island and is afraid of the water, or something. So um, yeah, that just makes no sense, really. You know, oh, dogs didn't go woof like the dogs you know. They went taking a deep breath, <sighs> woof. That was quite loud. Mm. I even scared myself a little bit. Oh, people didn't shut their doors like you or I would shut the doors. They slammed them. Bang. Oh, sorry. I could have just whacked myself. Hold on. There we go. People didn't talk to each other. They shouted at each other. Hello, they shout as they met in the street. And you've heard about something being quiet as a mouse, haven't you? Not in Loudland. They had the noisiest mice in the world. They go, ee, 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 ee. a bit of a squeak there. They'd roar at each other. Oh God! Well, that was a that wasn't even a roar, but you'll have to take it, guys. Uh, Mister Noisy would have liked living in Loudland. He'd have loved it, mm, of course. But Mister Quiet didn't. Noise frightened him. Oh, it's a really sad little picture here of him. Little, little nose, little nose over the sheets there. So he stayed in his cottage in the middle of his wood as much as he could. Oh, looks like he's in um isolation there, guys. But, of course, he couldn't stay there all the time. Every week, for instance, he had to go shopping. Well, he could have done online shopping. There's always the option for that. He used to creep into the grocer's shop. Good morning, bellowed the grocer. What can I do for you? Oh, look at him shouting at him, the poor thing. I wonder what how hard of hearing he is by now. Please, please, please. Oh, whispered. I've just read it, guys. Okay, please. Could I have some cornflakes, please? What? Speak up. This quiet tried as loud as a whisper. Cornflakes. Can't hear you, shouted the grocer. Next, please. Oh, poor Mr. Quiet had to creep away without any cornflakes. It wasn't fair, was it? Yeah, well, it's only cornflakes, guys. I mean, you know, can't get over it. Anyway, he crept into the butchers. Please, please, he whispered. I'd like some meat. Aye, aye. But the butcher didn't even hear him. He was humming to himself. Oh, loudly and fiercely. Oh, ah, oh, here we go, humming. There we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Anyway, Mr. Quiet tried again. Please, he whispered. I'd like some meat. The butcher started to whistle. Oh, that was pretty lame, guys. It sounded more like a burglar alarm than a whistle. Oh, well, I'm not doing that, guys. You just have to imagine it. Use your imagination. Oh, Mr. Quiet fled empty-handed. No meat at all. Yeah, poor thing. It's bad if you leave empty-handed without touching some meat. It often happened, which probably explains why he was so little. Poor Mr. Quiet. Oh, poor thing. He's running away there with his little, little legs that can carry him. He sat at home that night with a feeling of despair. Whatever am I to do, he thought. It's no use, he thought. I'll just have to try again. And so the following day, he went shopping again. Again, didn't take my advice and do it online. 
because um, as far as I know, when you do online shopping, um, they don't shout at you. Just saying, guys. Anyway, but the same thing happened. Oh, no. Here we go. Can't hear you, Thunder the Grocer. Next, please. Can't hear you, Bellow the Green Grocer. Next, please. Can't hear you, Roar the Milkman. Next, please. Can't hear you, Boom the Butcher. Next, please. Oh, dear. Poor Mr. Quiet went home and went to bed hungry. Mm. Yeah, poor thing never ate, did he? The morning after, he was awakened by noise which sounded like bombs dropping. Well, I don't know, guys. Bombs dropping? I don't really know that sound unless you're in the Blitz. Uh, or knew someone, maybe, yeah, no, I don't know that one. It was the Loudlands postman knocking at Mr. Quiet's door. Oh, oh, here we go. Right, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really pop it here for um, for um, a bit of sound effects. Okay, nice and nice and loud. Okay, we got four bangs here. You ready, guys? Uh, you ready? Oh, sorry, that was rather loud, wasn't it? So. I hope your, ear, your hearing's still intact. Anyway, um, Mr. Quiet went and opened the door. Morning, shouted the postman. Let of you. That's a bit aggressive, isn't it? And Mr. Quiet took the letter into his kitchen. He sat down to open it. He waited until the noise of the postman's footsteps died away. Clump, 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 clump. Ooh, don't know what clump, clump that was. Mr. Quiet opened the letter in great excitement. He'd never had a letter before. Hmm, I wonder if that was the one that actually got um, chewed out by, um, by Mr. Muddle. Hmm, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, oh, it, no, it wasn't. It was from Mr. Happy in Happy Land. An invitation to stay. Oh, Mr. Quiet was overjoyed. He rushed upstairs and packed his bag and set off that very morning. See, he did well. Unlike little Miss Neat, he just packed a bag. He didn't pack his suitcase for two weeks. I mean, come on, it's a bit much. I don't know. I think Little Miss Neat sounds a bit of hard work, really. I think she sounds a bit extravagant. Yeah. I'm just saying, guys. It was late when he arrived on Mr. Happy's doorstep. He knocked on Mr. Happy's door. Oh, tap, tap, tap. Here we go. Here's the comparison, dear. You, you ready? You ready, guys? Here we go. I quite prefer that one as well, and it's much nicer on my knuckles as well, which have obviously started to bleed. Oh, we'll deal with that later. Oh, Mr. Happy opened the door. Hello, he smiled. I thought I heard something. You must be Mr. Quiet. Well, don't just stand there. Come in and have some supper. Oh, isn't that lovely? It was the first proper meal Mr. Quiet had had for months. Oh, Okay. It's a bit concerning there. I think maybe, you know, go see a doctor or a dietitian about that. If you're not eating well, um, it's going to affect you in the end. So, yeah, guys, don't do that. And while he was eating, it, he told Mr. Happy all about the problems he'd been having in Loudland. Mr. Happy was most sympathetic. Oh, isn't that nice? He's even hugging him there. Yeah. What a lovely end to the story so far. Over breakfast the following morning, Mr. Happy told Mr. Quiet that he'd been thinking about his problem. I think he said that under the circumstances, you'd better stay here in Happy Land. <gasps> Mr. Quiet's face lit up and, continued Mr. Happy, we'll find you a house. And he went on a job. <gasps> oh, Mr. Quiet's face dropped. I'm not very good at jobs, he confessed, because I'm too quiet. Oh, maybe he's a bit introverted, guys. Oh, poor thing. Ah, smiled Mr. Happy. I have the very job for a quiet chap like you. And so the very next day, Mr. Quiet started work and he loves it. Do you know where he works? Hmm. Mr. Quiet. Now, where would that be? 
I don't know. I'm going to say maybe something like the customer complaints in something like um, the train companies or the tubes, maybe uh, something like that, you know, somewhere where there's a complaints department. So then when someone gives their complaint, you're so quiet, you can't even hear them and they get irate and hang up. Yeah, I'm guessing that some sort of complaints department. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong because I don't I don't spoil things, guys, and, and look ahead. You ready? Of course, how obvious in the happy lending library. And you know, everybody go, who goes into a library has to be very quiet and hone, and only whispering is allowed. Well, it's a library. I'm sure more things than whispering go on in there. Aye, aye. But, um, but you still have to whisper while, while you're, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, checking out books, of course. What a clever idea of Mr. Happy's, wasn't it? Yeah, I agree. Lovely idea. And these days, Mr. Quiet is as happy as can be. Why, on the other, ha other day, do you know what he did on his way home from work? Oh, I don't know. Um, read a book? Uh, went and bought some mandarins or something? I don't know. I'm really not sure. Well, we'll find out. No, you never find out. I never turn the page, guys, and it'll be a mystery forever and ever. And, you know, you're going to go to your local library and you're going to be like, look, for goodness sake, that fucking Chidaki, he was at the last page and there I was. I've been here the entire time, this entire reading, and he couldn't even be fucked to turn the page and let me know. And now I'm absolutely having, I'm absolutely beside myself because I don't know what Mr. Quiet is doing on his way home from work. I could say just fill in the blanks, guys. I could say fill in the blanks. Ah, who am I kidding? We all want to know, don't we? Yeah. Oh, no. He Oh, simple as that. He was so happy he laughed out loud. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Don't know why that sounds like Michael Jackson, really. Sorry. Next, please. Oh, what a lovely ending. Now, this was a lovely story. I've got to say, this was a very lovely ending. Little Miss Neat, um, who went on to some mysterious holiday. I think it's one of those holidays, you know, where you book it and it's a surprise holiday. I think she had no idea where she was going. And to be fair, I think um, she was a little bit too neat. I get the feeling she's the sort of lady who probably, um, you know, would go on holiday and probably rearrange all the... Um, uh, all the glasses on the table, tidy up, maybe even stack the plates and stuff. Just not let the servers do their job. I think there'd be a lot of arguments um, on holiday. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But um, but anyway, guys, I hope you still kept your hearing after that. I do apologise for a few knocks and and a few of um, a few loud noises there. But, you know, I try to be as, uh, as um, effective and uh, realistic with these stories as I can be. And one of them uh, required it because, hey, it was in big capital letters. And as we know, capital letters equals shouting these days. So anyway, guys, uh, it's time for me to go. Uh, thank you so much for anyone who has decided to stay. We actually have, going over what the morals would have been, because I always do that, Little Miss Naughty. Now, yeah, she wants to do lots of naughtiness, talking about rubbing her hands, talking about there was a lot of tweaking going on the entire week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, God, that is a lot of tweaking. And then it made it all red, all this tweaking as well. So, um, and she, yeah, she did enjoy it, though, from what I can see. And then she still had a smile on her face. So, but still, in the end, I think the main thing was that um, 
I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she would have preferred tweaking not just on her nose. Just a thought. Now, Little Miss Neat, I think I sort of said the moral was pretty much just lock your doors. Yeah, and also, you know, also I think, guys, you know, clean up after yourself. No one wants to have a mess left for them that they have to clean up. Um, that's no good. And also maybe that's the thing. Maybe, you know, if you've got a half-eaten sandwich for Mr. Muddle, um, maybe eat your sandwich. You know, sit down, eat your sandwich. Don't um, don't sort of stay there and, uh, you know... Um, yeah, sit down. Have, when you're in a muddle about something, just sit down, have your food, eat it, finish it, you know, clear your plate, put it away, and then, um, yeah, and then go and post your mail. So that way, the most, I mean, how are you going to get confused if you've only got one thing in your hand? So multitasking is good, but not, but not if you're absolutely going to get so muddled. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I was thinking, I hope that mail wasn't important. Well, what was it? Or was it... Oh, no, it was to tell Mr. Neat he was going to be there. Oh, that's all right. But still, I think the moral was more so lock your doors, guys. Uh, and so we end with Mr. Quiet uh, and the moral of this story. Well, I thought it was a lovely one, really. It's just, um, I just think maybe the moral is that, um, you know, maybe don't shout at people, even if they're slightly hard of hearing, because that's just not very nice. Maybe, maybe they can't understand you. Who knows? There could be any number of reasons. But um, he seemed overjoyed, but... Um, to just pack his bags and go so i don't know sometimes maybe moving is a good thing uh and um you know especially um and it looks like working in a library is quite a good thing as well so um bit of a bit of a kudos bit of a bigging up for um the librarians guys um they obviously do a great job and um so many amazing libraries in the world as well <laughs>